Hey guys, it's Tristan with Cairo Sushi, and I uh, I want to first before I jump in, I want to give a big shout out to my boy Nate Dominguez over at 2020 Imaging. Uh, they're our latest partner for the Cairo Sushi Summit and for Cairo Sushi. Uh, much love to Nate and and to the 2020 group. Uh, Dr. Bones is using 2020 in his office. If you guys want to learn more, you guys can go to 2020imaging.net. Big shout out to them. I want to give a big introduction to my 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 my, my new buddy on on uh, Facebook, uh, Dr. BJ Roca, who's uh, he's a he's stirring up some stuff out there, man. You 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 don't mind putting your stuff out there and kind of calling out uh, you know BS. Um, you look like a rebel, man, and and I think you are a rebel. And we we got introduced because. Uh, you have a big vision, and uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, – get to your vision, man. BJ, first of all, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about you, the chiropractor, and how you got into chiropractic? Well, um, I found chiropractic kind of late in life. When I was a kid, I got kind of hit in the face. So I have a kind of a dent there. See it? You see that dent in my oh, face? Oh, cool, man. On that side? Oh, I bet yeah. chicks dig that, dude. Oh, they love dents, yeah. Well, uh, the, the, the right chicks do. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I smashed my face. I was like four or five years old and I started having these terrible migraines. Okay. And uh, my mom, you know, she took me to every doctor. We had all the images. We had every test. We tried everything. Nothing ever worked. And much later in life, I was, uh, I met Travis White, who his father is a chiropractor. I was at a, we were at a get together. And uh, I said, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I'm getting ready to have this headache. Migraines kind of come with this aura, this sense that you know you're about to have a migraine. And uh, I was like, I got to get out of here. You know, I got to head home. So he, say, he, start, he says, well, if you tried chiropractic and starts mentioning chiropractic, I have no idea. I'm like, I've never heard the word chiropractic. And, uh, you know, it came to, I figured, well, the faster I can let this guy say whatever he's going to say, the faster I can get out of here. So he brings me in, and uh, Craig Burns, uh, he was there. Uh, he, it's his house, I think, actually. And there was Wait, Craig, Craig limited, limited practice, Craig Burns. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dope, dude. Dope. Yeah, so I'm at his place. He's a student at that time. And uh, there was a CBP doctor there, I believe. And he looks at my feet. He does some tests, and he tells me I have a bone out in my neck. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, I'm still just trying to get out of there. And he's explaining to me that, no, seriously, your world is about to change dramatically. So this is really good practice uh, growing tips. Do you want to grow your practice to hold some people hostage? Right? No. <laughs> well, it, you know, it changed my life. He was telling me it was going to change my life, and I really wasn't buying it. I yeah. tried everything. I had dealt with this for my entire life, essentially, to that point. Yeah. And... Um, you know, I was supine. I was laying face up on the table. He did the adjustment, and uh, immediately <coughs> it was like somebody took a water balloon or something and smashed it on my head, and I just mm -hmm. felt all the calmness just wash over me. And it was the only time that anything had ever relieved the symptoms of a migraine, ever. I mean, medicines, diets, you name it. I've tried it, and nothing ever helped. And that changed my life. And then, then it was, then I became a patient advocate. I didn't become a patient. I became a patient advocate. I became, you know, I would mm -hmm. ask people in the bar, have you heard about chiropractic? This is unbelievable. And because it makes sense and it's logical. You know, if you, if you just look at it logically, it makes perfect sense that if uh, you put that bone back in place, right, the base of your brain, right on your brain stem, uh, and your <clears> nervous <throat> system can function better, you're going to feel better and you're going to function better. And I did. So he changed my life, and uh, that's how I found chiropractic. I was a patient advocate for a number of years, and then another chiropractor 
in upstate New York, way, way far away. Uh, when I meet her for the first time, I was going to go and get an adjustment because I felt like I needed one. Well, I got to ask because it's my neck of the woods. Who is this? You know, I don't remember her name. Okay. Uh, she was in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York. She had two offices. One was in Livingston Manor, New York, which if anybody okay. knows Livingston Manor, it's a small town. Yeah. And uh, she insisted after meeting me on the first visit on charging me the student rate. I said, well, I have no I'm, I was a high school dropout. I had very little education, no intention of becoming a chiropractor. And there's no chiropractic school anywhere in the area. But she insisted on charging me the same $7 I would have paid had I been going to the Life University Student Clinic. She told me about Life University. She never mentioned it again after that. She just continued to charge me the $7. And uh, from there, like two years later, there was a situation where I could try to enter school. And I thought about it. And I thought, well, why not? And I went for it. So really, it was those two chiropractors that, nice. that uh, changed my life and uh, made me a chiropractor. Nice, dude, and 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 so you're in uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, practice, and uh, tell us a little bit about your practice and and uh, what you like to do. Well, I'm uh, I, I, comb- I my goal when I went to school was to learn as many different techniques and as many different styles as possible to try and help as many people as possible. Uh, I did a lot of Gonstead in in school. I did a lot of upper. I did some upper cervical stuff in school. I had upper mm-hmm. cervical patients, and uh, I took activator. <laughs> uh, but I have, that's my goal still in practice today. Yeah. I, I did pediatric care or activator adjustments on infants and small children. Um, but I do sustained contact and gentle adjusting too. Depends on, I let the, you know, the mother plays a big role on the technique that we use on children. But so there's, I have a wide variety of tools. I use a drop table, but it's family care and we're trying to help as many people as possible. Uh, remove subluxation, subluxation-based care. We want to remove as many, uh, identify, remove as many subluxations as possible. And Washington is a relatively straight state, so yeah, uh, th- that's that's pretty much what most chiropractors are doing around here. And the patients have been kind of trained that way throughout the years. So it's it's uh, it was actually one of one of the areas that uh, not the exact area, but Washington was an area where Dee went, and I think he started a school for a couple of weeks or something like that. And back then he was opening schools and they were shutting down. So you uh, you know you, you you commented recently on uh, I I get that you're not an ACA fan. Can I are we correct with that? <laughs> I like any organization that promotes and protects chiropractic. Yeah, got it. Um, but we met because you uh, have a vision along with some some colleagues of starting a chiropractic union. Let's dive into this, man. Sure. What are the problems that you see that a union can solve and, and why a chiropractic union? Well, the, the, so first of all, what is a union, right? Because a lot of yeah. people have different impressions about what a union is. Now, a union is an organization of professionals that forms for the purpose of protecting and promoting their shared rights and interests. Mm-hmm. We don't have, and, and it's, an, it's usually referred to as organization. And, and so that's what a union is. And a union allowed with the, with the legal aspect of a union is it gives you the group, the ability to collectively bargain and, and act collectively. An association doesn't really do that. An association you can de- donate resources to, but it doesn't have the legal right to represent its members where a union actually does. So if we want to take a legal fight, let's say to the AMA, or we want to take a legal fight to uh, the insurance industry, a union actually can bring a lawsuit on behalf of its members. Okay, cool. 
or if there's defamation, let's say, like Joe Rogan or this guy with the L.A. Times recently. Right. Uh, the Anti-Defamation League, which is a union of Jews, would, one, would have prevented those things from ever getting out there um, because they're, you know, people know that you can't say a negative word about a Jewish faith or anything relatively anti-Semitic in public or they're going to come down on you. We don't have anything like that in chiropractic. So people kind of openly bash chiropractic with no consequence, including the newspapers. So that, you know, that will allow us to take that. Because really, I believe that especially not Joe Rogan necessarily, but the L.A. Times, they crossed the line. They are a media company. They were irresponsible in the defamation of a profession, of a group of people. They defamed a group of people. And that's discrimination. And that we have legal grounds to prevent it and uh, collect damages. I think I think Rogan like crossed the line the second time. Man, the first time it's like he's just sharing an experience and that's his opinion, and you know you're you're entitled to your opinion. The second there was a time, second time, there was a second time that was actually. Now I'm starting to you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, dude, but I'm one of those guys. that's like you know what? There's a man behind the curtain. When 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 Joe Rogan, the Psy Babe, and the L.A. Times are all going on at the same time. Now this has happened every year in chiropractic. Like right. Katie makes story. Yeah, it's just going to – and it's going to keep happening. And I think in what you're talking about is how to prevent this stuff from happening because right. the, 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 the question is, you know, we all say, say – and the numbers all change. Palmer has a different number. Everyone, let's say we're, we're not just keep seeing the same amount for, you know, over 100 of years. Uh, actually, we've gone up and dropped down. I mean, at one time we were actually seeing – uh, of like 20% of the population when BJ Palmer was running a media company. But uh, Rogan said uh, on the second one, he was <laughs> talking to someone, he goes, uh, did he see it? Did you see a real doctor or uh, did you see a chiropractor? Cause a chiropractor is not a real doctor. And oh, at yeah. that point he crossed the line right. because then you're really, you're, now you're pissing on like, not only the profession, but all these people have gone through years of school right. and earned a degree. And, and that, that to me, you know, I think that's slanderous, you know? Well, yeah, but he is sharing his opinion. See now that he's right. not, he's not the New York times. But so I give him a lot more. So your argument, your argument with LA times is that they, there's a different representation there because they represent something else to the public. Cause they're a media they, company for yeah. legal grounds. Yes. I don't think we have any real legal grounds against Joe Rogan, but I actually believe there is a legal grounds against the LA times that the, and then the only reason why it's not because those rights as a group, we do not protect. We have no way of protecting our rights right now because we don't have an organization that actually does that. The ACA, that's not part of their mission. They're not out there trying to a union. Would it not just try to act to protect the entire group? It'll act to protect its individual members with legal protection, not you know, like, and some of the state associations do that. They offer legal help and legal services to their members, but not on the scope and scale that a union could. Uh, now, you know. here, here's where I'm gonna go because this is we're gonna go we're gonna dive deep into the rabbit hole of where, what you want to do, how to get it, how to get it started. Because I think we talked to you're in the early stages of kind of like let's at least throw it out there and kind of validate. And we're getting people now. Uh, I mean, there's people commenting right now, like, well, let's get this done. Let's do this. And yeah. uh, so, I mean, overall feedback from people when you say, when you bring this topic up, what, what are you getting? 
overall, the majority has been absolutely wonderful and amazing. There, okay. But they, unfortunately, they're also not the most vocal. The most vocal uh, critics, which are very few and far between, the want the leadership, the presidents, the Dr. Wilkes, the, the Dr. Headleys, the Dr. Kents, the people that I've spoke with that have been proven leaders in our profession over time, they all embrace it. I've, you know, university professors, you know, all of them, every single one of them, they embrace it. They okay, don't who, who, if you don't want to name names, that's cool, but who's not embracing it or against it, and why? What are their, what are their... Well, there's both sides. It's, it's, this, it's the extremists, really. I mean, because there's ACA people that never want to have anything to do with, they have to eliminate subluxation-based care, right? But that's a small fragment of the ACA, but they're very vocal. And then the uh, same thing with the ICA. I spoke with the president uh, of something to do with the, I wasn't the president of the ICA, but was a president of an association associated with the ICA uh, yesterday. And they were very committed to making sure that anything that deviates from pure subluxation-based care, they can never unify with. But again, that's an extreme, extreme yeah. philosophy, an extreme. So the two extremes, that, which are very vocal, they, they, they're the ones that seem to have the, the biggest problem in the race. But the, the doctors in practice, the professors, the lead, all of them, there's been an overwhelming, overwhelmingly successful. I can't believe how well and how fast it's responding. It's been, so I want to get that message out there because you hear a lot, oh, it's impossible. No, it's not, because, especially from the feedback that I've been getting. But from my perspective, not only is this possible, but this is what the majority of people are actually begging for in the profession. We just need to actually do it. So Got that's, it. That's the that's been my experience. Before we tap into how to get it done, uh, first question I'm going to have. I mean, you kind of answer this with like the definition of union, and uh, but I, I do want to dive in this. What's the what is there a challenge, or is it does it matter if you're a private practice doc because? Uh, the, there has been medical union, medical doctor and dentist unions that have started, and the private practice doctors can't be a part of any collective bargaining. Yeah, there are some limitations to collective bargaining, and but there are you – know, these are things that have to be sorted out by lawyers. Okay. Because, uh, the, because there are unions, like the Got Milk campaign. Everyone remembers Got Milk, right? Yeah, was that a far, that was a farmers union? I'm assuming that or was some... a farmers union, which but yeah. all the farmers own their individual farms, but they can still come together to protect and promote their shared interest. Their shared yeah. interest was getting people to drink milk. We can have you know, so we can have a shared interest in getting people to get adjusted. It's the same thing. So, uh, but they can't when it comes to negotiations within the, in certain contracts. Then yeah, there could be limitations uh, in that aspect. But, but you can still have a representation of 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 what your interests are, obviously. From right. Well, what? there is one. I mean, the the, the associate uh, in chiropractic versus the practicing doctor. There are differences, and we have yet. We're still trying to figure out some of the nuanced differences between what dif- what rights uh, and benefits could we offer an associate versus that we could offer a, doc- a practicing doctor of chiropractic. Right. We also have to include. Doctors of chiropractic, all doctors of chiropractic, whether they're practicing or not, that includes educators, researchers. Right. So there's the, the the entire profession, not just one aspect of it. So let's let's. Uh, uh, Patrick Dreyer asked, uh, and and Chad Bone, uh, uh, they're in. People are in that are watching this so far. How the hell do we start, man? How do you do it? What, what's what's the next steps? What do you need? Well. Right now, what we need are people to join and share the Facebook page. 
because essentially what you're doing is you're joining our list and you're joining our community. Eventually, we're going to we have to sort out our legal structure, but we'll, and then we'll start collecting donations if people want to support our cause. But essentially, the only thing we need to do is to get people to sign a pledge of support. If we get people and that's all it is, it's essentially a letter writing campaign. If we get enough of these enough practicing doctors of chiropractic or enough doctors of chiropractic to commit to supporting the formation of a union, then we will be able to. Is there a magic number? A majority. Okay. So what, how many doctors of chiropractic are there? Well, that's, I've heard 60 and I, I believe it's really about 40,000 in the United States that that's, you know, cause not practicing obviously and inactive, you know, but. Well, there has to be more than 40,000 practicing offices in the United States. I've been able to figure that out, but without an organized profession, these questions are very difficult to answer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we only, we need is a, is a simple majority. So, uh, you know, a half plus one. And then we can have a true, as long as our union remains at that number, we'll have a true union that will represent its members that will, and will have tremendous power to be able to represent our members. But we can wield that power for all of chiropractic, not just for our individual members or, uh, or our organization, and I, and for I believe, all of chiropractic. I believe a union would be uh, a democracy, obviously. And so the union vote, yeah, votes on... This is what we want, and the majority wins. And right. and this is the problem, kind of, in our profession is that you know it's okay to have differing uh, opinions and differing philosophies, and uh, you're right and you're wrong at the same time. It's cool. It's uh, but uh, we're 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 running into some trouble, and and I wanted to give you you know some uh, some time to kind of spread it out through our network and you know see what the reactions are going to be. Uh, I am personally. 50 50 on it, man, because I, I, you know, I grew up in an era of unions and very ultra capitalist Ronald Reagan Republican. And, uh, but I'm growing up and, and getting more mature. Uh, so I'm open to ideas. Uh, I, I, I see the challenges that would be faced, but I still think that it's an interest to at least vest and look into, um, what, uh, what, uh, what is the link so I can put it on there for people to get to, man? What's uh, the Facebook page? It's Facebook. At Cairo Union. At Cairo Union. Okay. So if you guys want to help out, if you're listening right now, you go to at Cairo Union and, and uh, figure out or sign up for their list and start. Uh, yeah, just, just like and uh, share uh, the page. Yeah. And as we build our database, we'll be able to like and share more information. And uh, there's, you know, the website's CairoUnion.com. And there's actually a pledge of support up there. If you want to, you can pledge your support. Or you can email CairoUnion at gmail.com especially students, if they want to get involved in organizing any student. We already have two student organizations in the works at Palm, uh, at, uh, not, at Parker and at Logan. So I'm, oh, really, nice. uh, yeah, I'm disappointed in life in Palmer, though. I mean, I, I, I was shocked, and it still am, that, uh, that none of the uh, students have take, uh, rose to the occasion yet. But maybe they're – I think they're on break right now, so we'll cut them what off. Is, what, what was the moment where you said, hey, this this vision – was there, was there a defining kind of like issue that came up? Was it the was it the, the, the Katie May stuff or what, what – tell me what sparked you, man. I, I, just, I like to take road trips. That's how I found Bellingham. Uh, when I graduated school, I took a road trip. It. I traveled all across uh, the country and found a little town and a little opportunity, and I jumped on that. So just recently, I took, uh, you know, I took another road trip and I went through, uh, I did like nine or 10,000 miles 
but I didn't really leave Washington or Oregon. I mean, I, I hit Idaho a little bit, but mm-hmm. pretty much just in that general area. And it was, you know, you, I'm naturally looking for chiropractic offices and talking to chiropractors yeah. and just kind of, you know, cause every, you know, you're spending a lot of time camping and things you want to get adjusted. So you're just stopping by random offices and talking to people and more. And I would start to stop by and pull into physical therapy offices and realize, Oh, this isn't a chiropractic office. <laughs> Yeah, you Especially you wrote some you wrote something about this earlier today, man. Uh, you so did, okay. So keep going, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, yeah, no. In Oregon, especially, it's really bad because they they really put a lot of effort into looking like a chiropractic office. Putting you know their motto as you know it's all spine related or adjustment related. Uh, so you pull right in, assuming this must be a chiropractic office, but it's not. It's a physical therapy office. So I was talking to a group of chiropractors over the holidays. And we talk about, about physical therapists and the, now th- th- this is physical therapy. These aren't doctors of physical therapy. These are right. physical therapists. Right. So then we started talking about the doctors of physical therapy and you know, we, we, we any chiropractors get together. We love to complain. And then, but I hate, I don't like to remain passive. So it's, well, what do we do? Yeah. It's okay. To, it's okay. To, let's, let's identify the problem, but who has a freaking solution, right? Yeah. yeah, you got to do something. And yeah. when after the, this road trip, when I saw the many physical therapy offices and what they were doing, and I researched it and looked at it, it was one of the first times I really was frightened for the future of the profession. I, you know, we have a it's a real threat, I and mean, if we don't organize and actually, could, we're not going to stop them. You know that that's yeah. it's going to occur, but we're going to have to organize to at least have a united front to differentiate ourselves. Got it. At the very least. But I was really frightful. So we talked about this and we talked about, you know, we had all these different ideas we threw out there. We didn't like any of them. We're, we're not, you know, we hate the idea of like, there's an element. Uh, we don't want to feed on the profession. We don't want to feel, we don't want people to feel like we're starting it's another, another thing to make a buck. Yeah. Another yeah, yeah. thing to make a buck, another organization that takes from them and doesn't provide benefits. How can we help each individual doctor of chiropractic? And it struck me. It was like one of those innate flashes. It was, well, it's like, and I just said, we got to do a union. And then the, I literally spent months and months talking to people and developing the idea. See, is it possible? You know, what, you know, what, how, what would it cost? What would it involve? What we have, you know, answering a lot of the questions you're asking and yeah. more and more and more, it said a union is the answer. A union is the answer. So I decided, and I also wasn't going to start this. I was wanting to establish it on chiropractic's birthday uh, this year. And, um, but there, again, another one of those innate thought flashes, something, there was something where that day I had to take action. I, I couldn't have stopped myself if, uh, if I wanted to, I had to take some Got action it. that day and I did. And it's just been, a uh, it's, you know, it, that's when the roller coaster really started to pick up speed and it's been picking up speed fast and it's, it's been fun and, uh, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, man. Well, I uh, one thing I got to give you is, is just the passion, dude. And and you just sold me over more. You moved my meter from fifty to seventy five percent. So <laughs> you're on the right track. I got to ask a question before I let you go, man. Sunglasses, uh, is uh, uh, branding or is it is it is it? I love it because they're cool. They're, those are dope sunglasses. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, I really am in a rainforest. I live in uh, a temperate rainforest. I'm under my house is under a canopy of trees. I've, I, you know, I can you know, it's, so the sun has just recently come out here uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Our dry season probably started uh, probably two or three weeks ago, which was a little early. 
but my eyes have a really hard time adjusting to because oh. we're we're dark for months and months and months, and then the sun comes out and my eyes hurt. And, uh, so I have to. I well, they look good, them. man. Yeah, and and, the, and my eyes like them. They, the color relaxes your eyes. Pink is a very relaxing color for your eyes. So if you ever feel yeah, strained man. or anything like that, and they're prescription as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on in these glasses, but they're all <laughs> beneficial. Well, cool, uh, Joe. I, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, uh, BJ. I love what B. I'm. Sorry, I still had it in my head. No, uh, Doctor BJ. Which uh, maybe, maybe there might be serendipity in that, folks. <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh, get everyone over to Cairo Union and explore more of what uh, what Doctor BJ and his colleagues want to do and accomplish, which is create a chiropractic union. Leave your comments below uh, and, and give us your thoughts on what you think as well. And I just thank you so much for your time tonight, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help spreading the message. And I look forward to uh, talking to you again in the future. Be well, my brother. All right. Peace, brother.